The Jen Feel Great Podcast. Jenny and Ian. Jen. Now, um, last night something very unexpected happened to me. Right. Uh, so I went on a run. Like, I wait till it gets to about half past eight, so it's nice and cool because it's so hot. So I'm going on a lovely run down the local canal where I live on the border of Derby. It's ever so lovely. Beautiful. There I am, running along, saying hi to people as I'm going past them, nodding to the cyclists. Real sweaty. Really, you know me. Really sweaty. Really sweaty. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got my headphones on, wireless headphones, some right. a bit flash like that. Um, and I've got the music really loud. Yeah. And I'm I'm running, and I go around a bend, and um, there's the canal to my left, Ooh. and then there's a big field beyond that. It's Picturesque. It's absolutely beautiful. I can see the sunset and the sky's going red. Yeah. Uh, but on my side of the canal, which is just a little footpath, there's a lady and she's kind of waving her arms to me. Mm. And so I think, is that me or is someone behind me? There's no one behind me. So I stop, I take my headphones off and she goes, I think there's a horse in the canal. What? Yeah. Yes. So, so what, what are you going to do about it? Well, exactly. So I say... What? There's a horse in the... And I can't see a horse. However, the other side of the canal, which is about three metres wide, it's not the biggest canal, um, there's some, like, reeds, really tall reeds. Right. And we can't see the horse because it's the other side of the reeds. But we can hear... We can hear uh-huh. it, bless it, and it's struggling. So she says, well, I can't go over and see it because I've got a dog. She's got a gorgeous border collie, really nice. One green eye, one blue, really I lovely. don't care about that right now. Sorry, I care about sorry. the horse. Yeah, so she says, the dog's going to, you know, it doesn't like horses. It's afraid of them. So I'm yeah. like, don't worry, I'll go over. So I get to this bridge a little bit ahead. I go over the bridge. Then I come back on myself to try and see the horse. I move the reeds to the side, and there's a little horse. And it's slipped off the bank and it's got stuck in the mud and the marsh in the oh, canal. No. And it's, it, bless it, it's quite a deep canal and it's quite a little horse. So there I am. I put my hand underneath the horse's head and I'm like holding it above the water for it because it's struggling, bless it. I'm stroking its nose, calming it down and all that. And then I think, who on earth do you ring? So who I'm, do you ring? I've got the horse's head in one hand, right? And it's stuck. Yeah, it's stuck, completely stuck, bless it. I've got I've got my phone in the other hand and I'm Googling. Horse stuck in a canal, who do I call? Luckily this guy comes running and I say who shall we call? There's yeah. a horse in my hand. Like, I'm literally holding a horse's head. And he says, ring the local fire brigade. All right. So I'm like, why didn't I think of that? So I find the number on Google. I ring the local fire brigade. Mm. Next minute, I mean, round of applause for Derbyshire Fight because they turn up in about five minutes' time. Yeah. Two, two fire engines. Two fire engines. Come onto the field. About eight fire people come out, come towards me, and they stand there and they go, well, we've never had this before. They're like, we've only ever saved cats from trees. I've never known a horse stuck in a canal. So, I know what you're thinking. How are they going to get the horse out? Yeah. Did they get the horse out? How do you get a horse out of a canal? They sort of say, right, we're going to have to come up with like a hoist. Like we're going to have to improvise a hoist technique. Yeah. So they're getting like the ropes and they're thinking, right, we're going to have to do this, but we've got to do it safely. We don't want to damage the horse. We don't know if the horse is injured because its body was obviously under the water. And then in the meantime, what we did was um, me and the lady, we sort of like cleared a path so that the the bank that it was struggling to get up on was very slippy slippy, and there was reeds, there was mud. We kind of cleared it all out for the horse, gave it a clear path. So Mr. Pocahontas, as I called him, because he had little plaits in his mane, oh, um, he would be able to jump 
jump out no problem. Right. So we cleared that for Mr. Pocahontas. And then two two of the people, they, they put on like, you know, like fishermen's kind of overalls, like waterproofy things. And oh, they yeah. Get in and so they, they can get down and dirty and get... That's, that's right. Yeah. And my goodness, in they get. And it smelled really oh. bad. In they get. And they're, they're pushing, like gently kind of encouraging the horse. Like, come on, give it one last go. Because it obviously tied itself out because it had been struggling before I got there. Right. Anyway... They, we hear like a, that's one leg kind of come like Sorry, unstuck. And then like a, that's the other back leg kind of come unstuck. <laughs> and like the horse, Mr. Pocahontas, bless him, just swishes his plaits over his shoulder. Right. Jumps, skids, misses. Jumps, doesn't quite get up. Jumps again. There he goes. Shot out of the canal with the encouragement <gasps> of the fireman. What? And his applauding. And we all went, yeah! And we were very worried that he'd be injured, of course. Yeah. That's, you know, he'd fallen in, bless him. But Mr. Pocahontas jumped out, all four legs, absolutely fine, just covered in mud. And he galloped off into the sunset and, like, disappeared. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. We put our arms around each other. Yeah. We, there was elation all oh. around. It was fantastic. You're a hero. Thank you. The smell was incredibly bad. Yeah. But it, it, it was a beautiful that sight that was to you. See. Yeah, and do you know what? I'll tell you the real hero of this whole story is my dad yeah. because I'd been on the run and um, I'd put like a chili con carne in the fridge and I, like, I'd left it um, in, the, in the oven and I'd left it cooking for when I got back so I had to ring dad and I had to say can you get me chili out of the oven so don't burn my oh, house right. down and yeah. so dad popped round and did that for me left it on the side for me legend great so what the real hero is daddy Longdon let's give shouts daddy Longdon so there I am at the end of all of this, I'm in my bed. You're tucking into your chili con carne. Watching Love Island with yeah. a cold chili con carne that's kind of burnt. But Just you're thinking, a hero though as well. Uh, Mr. Pocahontas is having a lovely evening now, bless him. Did you get a shower before you ate after all that? Oh. No, I was really hungry. So you just got stuck in? Yeah. Yeah. Should have washed my hands, shouldn't I? Yeah. The Gem Feel Great Podcast. Gem Summer Anthems in three words. Fruity. Sparkling. Short. Mm, that sounds like a cocktail. Gem Summer Anthems. Weekdays from two. Or if you can't wait, listen on the Gem app. Only on Gem. Great news. So the hot weather is still dominating our headlines across the East Midlands. Thursday looks set to be the hottest day of the year so far, with temperatures climbing to their mid-30s. It's certainly proving fruitful for our winemakers like Julian, who's got a bumper crop of grapes. We're really excited this year. It's it's become something of a dream dream season. We had a really bad frost last year, and I think the result of that has meant that this season the vines have produced a very large crop. If you are venturing out in that sunshine, though, here's a warning from our health experts. We're being told we're being too stingy with the sun cream. Tests have found we really need to slap on that factor 30 generously to make sure it's working properly. And here's some celebrities who are on the hunt for someone to help rub after sun in following a day in the sunshine. The latest list of lonely hearts have been revealed for the fifth series of Celebs Go Dating. Love Island's Olivia Atwood is on the list, as is Mutcher from the Sugar Babes and Towie's Chloe Sims. For all the latest, you can follow us on Twitter at WeAreGemU. Jen at breakfast with Joe and Sparky. There's a weird bunch of people reared their ugly heads during this heatwave. Look, there's been a lot of discussion about sleepless nights and being hot in bed. And too hot, Sparky. It's, I mean, it's too hot. we did give you permission to say that yesterday. I feel like we are over the crest of it's too hot now. People are saying it more. Oh gosh, we're, are we are we well into it? Are we over? It's too hot. Oh, just. Mm. 
I just feel like say as li- as little as possible because we don't want the bad the, the nice weather to go away. But what we are saying is is there's a a group of people in this heat that well that just don't seem bothered by it. I'm so upset by this group of people. We've got to talk about it. We've had many many tweets from this group, <laughs> this weird group of people that we've prepared this. Three, two, one. Duvet forever. I'll be waiting. I'll be changing. Everlasting. Hot as the sun. Duvet forever. These people will not ditch the duvet. Even in this heat, they won't ditch the duvet. I know. They, I mean, even what? are they switching it up to a summer one? We don't know. I mean, what, how many togs are they under? But they will still keep themselves covered up completely in this blazing heat. Under a duvet. Under a duvet. Just think, let's just process that in your head. For, I mean, if you know any of these people, we're going to read some names out because we've had so many tweets about it. If you know any of these people, I'm happy to unfollow. I'm not saying block from Facebook, but definitely unfollow their posts during just, the heat wave. Yeah, Joe, just looking get, through get some of, of these tweets and texts, I'm like, I want to take one leg out the duvet just reading them. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, like, I feel boiling. I feel like we need a fan oh, in here just by... Switch it onto oscillation, please. Danny with an I. D-A-N-N-I. Do you know anyone, Danny with an I? Can't understand how people ditch the duvet. I must sleep with the duvet no matter what the weather is. I mean, that's commitment. Kerry Nash has also tweeted... At Kerry Nash 71, if you're our friend on Twitter. <laughs> Fully exposed. Um, I'll die sweating, but we'll never discard the duvet. Gemma says, I get a spare fitted sheet out and put that over me. It's too hot, but I have to have something on me. Now, I'll that. give, I'm going to give that. Gemma, I'm taking Gemma out of the weirdo group. She's, I feel Gemma's okay. Because I don't, I have to have a sheet. I've got to have something on the midriff section It's all good, I mean, it, yeah. But not a duvet. It's been over thirty degrees. What I mean, how, you don't need togs when it's over 13, uh, 30, 30 degrees. Three zero. It's been over thirty degrees, and you're under your winter duvet. Yeah, uh, careful, you Gemma. Careful, your fitted sheet, though. I mean, you don't want that elasticated bit getting caught between your big toe, do you? Like, <laughs> in the middle of the night, that's going to wake you up. Uh, Stefan Hunt as well. Uh, I'm usually a die-hard duvet man, but I can't deal with it in this weather. So I'm just going to go duvet cover tomorrow. Fine, he's fine. So he's duvet, co- but still needing to be covered. I'm happy with a sheet, a duvet cover. I'm not happy with a duvet. Ditch the duvet. We're in the middle of a heat wave. We've people. We're running out of fans, guys. That's how hot it is. You can't get a fan anywhere. No joke. We are running out of fans. And yet you're still under the duvet. <laughs> Who's the weirdos? Name and shame. Jen at breakfast with Joe and Sparky. Play music you love. Jen. Sparky is not in the studio with me right now because he is in a special laboratory, otherwise known as the boardroom and the greatest place for any workplace to do experiments. That's right, Joe. That is absolutely right. I am in the Gem Boardroom, a.k.a. the uh, lab, um, because I am trying to come up with some of the best heat hacks. In all of this heat we've had at the moment, people staying cool at night seems to be a real struggle. So um, I've been uh, researching on the internet, Joe, and I've found a brilliant hack that how we can all stay cool with a few bits of simple equipment we should have in the house already. Here are some of the ones that we got in um, yesterday because it's all anybody's talking about is, oh, it's too hot, it's too hot. Um, Number one, put ice cubes under your wristbands (laughs) to cool your wrists. That will bring your core temperature down. 
I mean, if you're wearing wristbands in this heat anyway, just to mop your sweat while sitting in the office, sure. why not chuck an ice cube down them anyway, Joe? You know what I mean? The classic, pull your duvet out of the cover, just sleep with your duvet cover as a sheet. If you're not doing that already, turn us off. Like, if you're under your duvet, we've said this this morning, <laughs> ditch the duvet, go. Um, and number, my favourite one, tip number three, is make sure you're always doing your shopping at Iceland. Uh, very cool in there. You're literally, you're never more than a centimetre away from a freezer. You're in. That's a heat hack and a half. Yeah, can I tell you, though, Joe, they don't like it if you're in Iceland and you leave the uh, freezers open a little bit longer whilst you are searching for your prawn ring. They don't <laughs> try to borrow their, their chill the heat um, hack, right, then, no. that you're experimenting on this morning, Sparky, is... Yeah, well, you just mentioned duvet covers. That's right. If you, you, that's one thing you need for this. What we are going to do is create a chamber of chill. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> um, and all you need to create your chamber of chill is an empty duvet cover. The, the thing that you put your duvet in, you need one of those. You need to lay it out on your floor. You need a decent fan, like a decent, powerful fan. I've seen people on the internet do this with two fans. Joe, you said your house is a three-fan house. So We're a three-fan house. To do this. You have the apparatus to do this. Also on your equipment list, if you are doing a science experiment, is something heavy. We, in this situation, are using uh, kettlebells to produce a Paul's house because he also likes to pretend that he does fitness at home, even though he doesn't. So, you know, <laughs> he's one of those. So we're getting a few ke kettlebells. Now, what you do, Joe, is basically lay your duvet cover out flat. You place two kettlebells at the bottom two corners where you'd normally be awkwardly trying to fondle in a duvet. You don't need to do that. Then in your opening, you kind of need to sort of like line that up with your fan. Now, do you understand where I'm going with this, Joe? I do. I'm very excited. A description of this is what I'm going to do then do is once I turn the fan on, it might work, hoping this works, we're going to create... A chamber of chill. Will it work? Three, two, one. Chill me out, baby. Maximum heat. Right, Joe. And actually, what I'm doing is, is I'm by turning on the fan. Are you actually inside the duvet cover? The cover is filling up with it. Nice, nice. And I am currently. Hold on, I've disconnected me headphones. I am currently sat. This may be. This genuinely may be good for your bedroom this genuinely may be good as a video on joan sparky's facebook page which we'll put up in a tick but it's not good for listening like we can we can just about hear that sparky is even in a room it sounds like you're just in a wind tunnel we can barely hear anything else Get, go and look at the heat hack we will put the video up on joe and sparky facebook on joe and sparky twitter is it working who knows who knows? We don't know. The Gem Feel Great Podcast. Gem. Win loads of cash. <laughs> Morning, Joe and Sparky. Back tomorrow on Gem with the music you love. Summer never felt so good. Gem. Naomi Kent here. Thanks for joining me. Now, we're coming up to holiday season. Are you going on your jollies somewhere? Hope you are. Hopefully somewhere nice. Um, I want to know because I'm after a bit of moral here. Help help a sister out. Do you pack anything that's a little bit weird? When you go on holiday, do you put anything in the case that's, you know, not your regular beach towel, bikini, flip-flops? Like, I know some people take Yorkshire tea on holiday, which, by the way, I fully uh, support and applaud, because why wouldn't you want to take Yorkshire tea? You don't want to miss out on that. But do you pack anything a bit weird on your holiday? 60103, start your text with Gem. 
reason I'm asking uh, is I have got to stay in a hotel for the next couple of nights. So I've packed my pillow, my own pillow from home. So I could have like, because I'm worried I'm going to be a bit homesick. So I've like packed my pillow. So I thought, oh, I can have my own pillow. It will smell like home. That'll be nice. And I'm also going, is that weird? And uh, because I've got to stay there two nights, do I need to hide the pillow for when the cleaners come around? Are they going to take my pillow away? That's a side note. Anyway, I'm aware it's a little bit weird that I have packed my own pillow. Uh, Maybe you also take something when you go away to stop you from being homesick. This is perfect. Karen in Houghton, this is perfect. Karen says, hi, Naomi. We went to Norfolk last summer and my mum bought two of her houseplants so that she could make sure they were watered properly. Karen and your mum, I love you. Thanks for listening to the Gem Feel Great podcast. Hear more by listening to Gem on 106 FM and DAB across the East Midlands and across the UK on the Gem app and your smart speakers. Gem. Just to let you know, some competitions and promotions mentioned in this podcast may have now ended. For the most up-to-date info, just visit our website, gem106.co.uk. Thanks for listening.